I'm your host, Matt, and with me as always is my co-host, Lonavaz. Hello. <laughs> I'm feeling quite stressed. I'm feeling quite on edge about this um, podcast. Why? Because we just spent, I don't know, half an hour mm, yeah. trying to figure out audacity. Yeah, we was having trouble recording this week. I was laughing at your breath. He was like, um, hello and welcome to Idiots Talk History. I'm your host. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah, we just had some issues. But we're here now. I'm just praying that it records properly. Fingers crossed you get to listen to our lovely voices. Mm. you're doing a report this week. Yeah, it's a bit of a interest. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. You don't it's say not... it's... Don't like sound so unsure about if it's interesting. No, no, I think it's when we're less than a minute into no, the podcast. No, I think it's interesting, but it's just not really something like I haven't really followed a structure that we usually do. Like usually we just stick to like one thing. Whereas Sometimes. this time I've picked like a theme of like something that was quite popular at a certain period of the twentieth century. Um, I think it's still quite popular now. There's still some happening. Um, jean shorts. They're still really trendy. I think you called that wrong. What? What? Yeah, very nineties. Uh, scrunchies, maybe. What are scrunchies. The things. Shell suits. The things in the hair. Yeah. Or ah. crimped hair. Crimped hair. Very. What's crimped hair? Eighties. You know, like when it's like a wave. Like if you put your hair in plaits, like loads of little plaits, and you took it out, your hair would be crimped. Female or male, both. Well, I can plait yours. Yours is long enough. No, but I mean like. Wood. It was very very trendy in the eighties. Yeah. Something to show Flares. you. I'll show you some crimped hair. Ah. And everyone else, I will tweet a picture of some crimped hair. Crimped? Crimped is such a weird name. It's like just like oh, really... Oh no, I don't like that at all. <laughs> it that was really trendy Tyra in Banks. the 80s. What are you rocking there? No, I'm not a fan of that. I don't enjoy that. And you used to have like perms as well. You've typed in crimped hair in 1908. Very specific. Might have had it then. <laughs> Obviously, I'm Oh, no, 80s. it looks bad. It was very yeah. like sportswear, Blondie. crimped hair. Blondie, was she rocking crimped hair? Uh, I can't say specifically, but I bet she has in her time, haven't she? I yeah. bet Madonna was. Yeah, Madonna, that's what, yeah. Kylie, yeah. bet she did. In the 80s? Yeah. Yeah, she's, okay. she's an old one. All right. She's 50, isn't she, Kylie, I think? Hmm. Anyway, um, I've learned what crimped hair is now. I don't like it. One bit. So, well, you don't have to have it, so... Why have you done a report on crimped hair? I haven't. <laughs> I've done a report on peace walks. Okay. So, in the 1950s, 60s and 70s. So, I've, I'm going to talk about three different walks. And I've picked one from each year. Um, each decade, sorry, each not decade. year. Um, and it's because this... Um, time in the 20th century was a, a time of a lot of change and um, they were just out of uh, the second world war and yep. it was they were experiencing intense developments and Who written, what are these developments matt the world uh, the what years at this time having? 1950s 1960s 1970s so there was the cold war oh good guess <laughs> what a guess and there was the vietnam war yeah, so I don't really touch on I don't really touch on the war specifically. It's more like a side product of the Cold War. I think it's a side product. I hope so. Um, the Red Scare. Oh no, that was earlier on. The um, <laughs> the Red Scare. Like the communism that was in like the. Like the oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But um, 
I don't know. I don't know what you mean by developments then. So, um, this time was dominated by theory of nuclear testing, nuclear yeah. bombs. So yeah, Cold War. Yeah. Cuban so Missile that... Crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all um, that good stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about two it's wars, good, which are that two walks, which are particularly about nuclear testing, and then another one. But I don't think you'd guess the other one. When was it? The other one was in 1978. Um, We're thinking America. Was it the underperforming of England football team at the 1978 World Cup? Yes. Oh, I thought it would be. All them American fans <laughs> yeah. went on a peace <laughs> walk sense. to protest. Understand, yeah. Uh, no, I'll get onto that one in a bit. Do you want to know what it's about now? No. I'll, I'll get onto it in a bit then. I so, will think. Um, basically the world was dominated by fear of nuclear testing or there was like um, specific political issues and um, this led to other forms of protest emerging such as the peace walk which I'm going to discuss today um, they're also known as peace pilgrimages and peace marches and they're used as a method of action where the walkers aim to raise awareness of particular issues which are important to them um, I find it a really cute like method of protest. Non-violent. Um, Non-violent, so I'll talk about that as well. Protest. The walks can differ in scale from individuals to large groups and they all unite behind a common goal. And there's still walks all the time now, like there's the Women's March, um, there's a European Walk for Peace as well, I think, that happens every year. So there's still like quite a big thing. Uh, it became a significant event used by many activists and protesters to influence change. Um, it was used as a non-violent method of protest, as we said, and this was when non-violence was becoming a phenomenon. So I've just said in America, um, it was a method to demonstrate that African Americans were equal citizens oh, yeah, and to highlight rights. the violence of white Americans. And I've put, have a listen back to our first episode. Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. Yes. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, Bull, Bull Connor. Connor. Yeah. yeah. And all the dogs and the water hydrants. Did you talk There's... about that in the first episode? No. I didn't really, but the um, Montgomery bus boycott was a form of non-violent protest. Yeah. So, so the first episode... That, that thing was, though. Oh, so um, in certain parts of America, there was there would be non-violent protests from African-Americans, and Bull Connor was one of the mayors in... Uh, I think it was... Oh, Al- police chief, was it? Oh, police chief, yeah. And he... In um, Birmingham, I think it was. Yeah, they, they used, like water, high, like, water hoses and dogs, and there's that really iconic imagery used um, against the protesters. Um, so it was, like, violence responding to non-violence. Mm. And it showed... Yes. How monstrous. Yeah, it highlighted they were, how bad it was. How racist. Mm. They were. Yeah. So the walks, we'll get back to the peace walks. Uh, they were n- intrinsically linked to the peace movement of the 1950s and 60s. Um, and I quite like the peace movement. I think it's nice. This was one of the first modern social movements across the world. It's like the hippie time, isn't it? I mm. think I would have really fitted in. Um, prior to the movement, anything but patriotism in the time of war would be classed as treason and people would be imprisoned, yeah. um, exiled or even murdered. So yeah. now it's a bit of a different time. People can say, look, I don't agree with it. Yeah. Uh, in the modern day, a peace movement is expected to develop at the onset of any new battle. So if we went to war today, we'd have a peace movement. Oh, yeah. We'd be there with our signs. Would we? Yeah. yeah. We'd say, no nuclear bombs. <laughs> That's what we need to say. Uh, many of the walkers who embark on peace walks often find their inspiration in peace advocates such as Mahatma Gandhi and Vinoba 
Bave. Bave. Who's the Nova Bave? He was a figure who embarked on his own walks promoting non-violence and land reform, so he's a significant figure in India. In India? Yeah. Like Mahatma. Nova. Yeah, so he, he really needs his own pod report. He um, does, yeah. So... That might be one for future. Um, I've not chosen to focus on these though as I've looked at walks which I think have got interesting stories or tidbits of information rather than just someone who's famous for walking for change. Like These peace advocates are really good but there's others who are also pretty cool. Uh, walks in recent times have also been useful for walkers to document in their own books and to document accounts of their adventures. So it's good to keep the message going really which is good. Um, so... The first walk that I'm going to discuss is in the 1950s. So this isn't a specific walk, but a series of walks which were started in the 1950s. Um, in the 1950s, there was a logo for a Ban the Bomb movement, which was first developed. Um, and this was a campaign for nuclear disarmament. Disarmament. So there's a campaign called Ban the Bomb, and they developed a sign for it, like a logo. And this has now become one of the most recognisable symbols in the world. Um, it's what we recognise as the peace sign. So I didn't realise that the peace sign started from a movement for Ban the Bomb. And then oh. it, was, it was shown on these peace walks and then spread throughout the world as the peace sign. So it's a circle with the line down the middle and then the two little bits of branches coming down at the bottom. Oh. So it means Ban the Bomb, really. But we use it as peace. It was designed by a man called Gerald Holtam and it was first used in a protest march against the use of nuclear weapons by the British government. This march was unsuccessful in its uh, intention, but it was successful in extending the use of the symbol across the world and it now promotes peace and an end to conflict. Um, and in the Ban the Bomb movement developed from 1952 to 1963 in London. In 1963, uh, in 1960, sorry, there was a Ban the Bomb walk from London to Aldermaston. How do you say that? I don't know what Aldermaston. Somewhere in London. Near oh. London. 54 miles away from London. Hmm. So not that near. But it's a bit of a walk, that actually. It is. No, I think so, about it. Yeah, it's 54 miles in 1960, the Ban the Bomb. A couple of marathons, that. Walk. So, yeah. 10,000 people would march from the Atomic Weapons Research Establishment at Aldermaston to... Um, that's in Berkshire, to Trafalgar no. Square in London. I never know when when you get past like the Midlands when you go down towards London. I couldn't tell you like all the different um, what they call counties and stuff. Like, oh, I'm where's really bad Berkshire? At them. Don't know. Where's Gloucestershire? Uh, I think Gloucestershire's in the middle, isn't it? It's where's far places, Hampshire isn't it? exactly? Maybe near the bottom. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Where's <laughs> I only know like big places like I know uh Dover, there's White Cliffs, yeah. Devon, the beach, Bournemouth, the beach, Brighton, the in that beach. little dip. Southampton. The right at the bottom yeah. Southampton. But yeah, I struggle with like Berkshire, Hampshire. Can't imagine I can't think of any other shires. Uh Gl oh, no, I said Gloucestershire. <laughs> Southampshire. That's not one. Um, I'm trying to think of cricket teams. Now's not the Worcestershire? time. Worcestershire? Yeah. Where's that? I don't know, but I like the crisps. Good. So. <laughs> That's Worcester, though, isn't it? It's Worcester in Worcestershire. Must I don't be. know. Like, Gloucester is in Gloucestershire. And Leicester is in Leicestershire. And. Let's go. That's a really thrilling York tangent. is in Yorkshire. 
Anyway, carry on. Right. Yeah, but Newcastle's in Northumberland, so... Yeah. We're in, in Greater Manchester. Yeah, Manchester. Is it Manche- is in Greater Manchester. Northumbria is in Northumberland. Oh, no, Northumberland's in... It, Newcastle's in Northumbria. Yeah. Oh, God, I missed that. Essex is in... Essex. <laughs> right, we're not talking about this anymore. We're Sussex talking, is We're over. talking about the band, the Yeah, band I know, sorry. So, Why have we got onto this? Why did you get us onto this whole... You did. I said that it was... Thing. I said that the Atomic Weapons Research Establishment was in Berkshire. Ah, where's that one? <laughs> oh. So they walked, 1960, yeah. the Ban the Bomb movement started Trafalgar a peace walk. Yeah. They walked from there, 54 miles to Trafalgar Square, um, and there were 60,000 people gathered in, in the square. What a weird place to start. I understand ending it there, like, the but middle Trafalgar of London. Square. Yeah, but, but why would they not start there when they're protesting against them? Against who? They're protesting, banning the bomb, protesting against weapons. Yeah, no, no, I didn't realise that the atomic weapons research establishment was at Aldermaston. I did say that. Yeah, obviously I was lost in my like county talk. Yeah, right. So makes sense now. All of that makes sense. I understand. So in the nineteen six in the nineteen sixty walk, um, this was the largest demonstration that London had seen in the twentieth century. So organisers say. There was there was at least a hundred thousand people there, but other reports say there was sixty thousand yeah. people. But even so, sixty thousand people is a lot of people. Do you like? Sorry. Oh no, go on. Events like to pit, like bump up the numbers, pretend that they've got greater attendance than they do. Yeah, it's marketing, really, isn't it? Yeah, I always think of WrestleMania, the right. um, wrestling event it's not quite the same they always say they have like over a hundred thousand at this wrestlemania but, but have they you didn't. been no no i haven't but they didn't like how it's do been... you know i don't know why how, how they can claim they have, i think it was more like seventy thousand or something it's a big gap really though isn't it because yeah. these are saying there's sixty thousand and then organizers well this is more difficult 000, 40, this is people. more difficult because it's not an event where you get tickets is it oh no this is hard Whereas to they're just lying <laughs> You're very bitter about WrestleMania. Um, no, I just think it's a bit stupid. Sorry. Um, wait, so you know when like, so you know how Ed Sheeran just performed at the Etihad? He did, yeah. How many people were in the crowd? I don't know. How many people can you fit in a football match? At the Etihad, I think they fit somewhere between like fifty and 60,000. But... Whoa. What? It's a lot of people. Yeah. Wembley holds like 90,000 or 80,000. Oh my gosh. Well, there was less we people We went to Barcelona. Barcelona holds like a hundred. Oh, it used to hold that like hundred and five thousand. I think they've lowered it now for safety reasons. Yeah, very wise. So this walk had sixty thousand people. So essentially, like a big football ground of people. Yeah, uh, it became a regular peace walk, and it was organised annually for Easter. It was an Easter walk. The last Aldermaston to London walk took place in nineteen sixty three. And it was in this year that the International Test Ban Treaty was signed. So this partially banned nuclear tests. So they'd, they'd like achieved quite a bit through the walks and the Why protests. did they stop, though? Because it only partially banned it, though. Oh, I guess. I think, I'm assuming, I didn't find anything else about mm, why Maybe that re- research establishment was shut down? Sounds like <laughs> a nice speculation. ending. speculation. Sounds like a nice ending to <laughs> that story. Right, but anyway, I wanted to talk about that one because this is where the peace sign came from, which is cool. And it was the biggest gathering in London. That is a lot of... Imagine 60,000 people walking on the streets. 
That, oh, it'd be too much for me. I'd ruin my shopping day. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to get in any shops. No. Oh, you'd be sweating. You'd be stuck in shops oh, for people. No. So, we don't have to worry about that anyway. We don't go to any gatherings. No, <laughs> no protest walks. In 1962, this is the one I'm going to talk about next. There was another peace walk. So the year before... Oh, no. this That was from 1960 to 63. Yeah, and this okay. is now a different part of the world. Ah. So um, this one was what I first found, and I wanted to do a pod report on only this, but there was a limited information, and I found some other cool ones since, so that's pretty good. In 1962, two men set off on a peace walk after being inspired by... Bertrand Russell. He was a British philosopher, logician. Is that how you say that? Uh, yeah. Logician, mathematician. Don't know what that is. His, I'm assuming it's someone who Logic. knows logics. Yeah. Um, mathematician, historian, writer, social critic, political activist, and Nobel laureate. Oh, this, this Bertrand Russell who inspired these two gentlemen. Right. He was a prominent war uh, anti-war activist. <laughs> he wasn't he was a war a activist. No, no, no. He was anti-war. So anti-war. He's so famous for being anti-war. Um, and he championed anti-imperialism. In 1961, aged 89, Russell was jailed for seven days in Brixton Prison for breach of peace after taking part in an anti-nuclear demonstration in London. I'm struggling with these words. You said Anthony then. Anti, anti-nuclear demonstration in London. He might have been at the other one. Which one? The, oh, yeah. Um, ban the bomb, but mm. maybe. Um, so he's, he's put into prison for seven days, and whilst in prison, he gave a call for total disarmament as he was concerned that the US and the Soviet Union were heading for a nuclear showdown. Mm. Um, it was this act, him in prison, having a call for all, um, which was inspiration for Satish Kumar and Edithil Prabhakara Menon. Well done. I didn't practice before and no. I should have. Um, so these two gentlemen decided to embark on a journey of walking in protest of the atomic bomb in June 1962. They decided to walk to the four capitals of the nuclear world, Moscow, oh, Paris... London and Washington DC. Sorry, okay. guess how many miles it was. Between them, wait. So where did they walk from? They set off from India. From India to London. To Moscow. To Moscow. Paris, London. Paris, London. Washington DC. Did they have to get a boat? Well, yeah. Sometimes they have to get on a boat. Obviously, they can't walk on water. I couldn't tell you how far that is. Um, it was over ten thousand miles. Walking. Yeah. Man. Uh, they called their walk a pilgrimage for peace. Uh, Vinobo Bave, the guy I talked about before, when I said he needs his own podcast, yeah. um, the, he was the Indian advocate of non-violence and human rights, and he's considered the spiritual spiritual successor of Gandhi. He gave the men two gifts. I'm saying that with quotation marks around the word okay. gifts. Uh, these men were students of his, because he was like a preacher and stuff, a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, one gift was to travel penniless the men would not carry any money on their trip and the second gift was to be vegetarian I don't think they're gifts <laughs> mm. it's, I'd say it's more advice yeah I de- yeah, definitely not a gift which is why I said it with quotation marks here was your gift, no money yeah, here was your gift, no meat yeah no money, no meat that's, that's the way they lived I would have I would have been dead within Eight hours, probably. Why? <laughs> Starvation. <laughs> I 
starting very quickly. I just think no one. Mm. I go out into the hard streets of Manchester. Oh gosh. Um, the Cry rough streets of Aroyton, where we live, and where you live. Well, and I live in a better place. I feel like if I went walking and was like, "Please have some food," I just don't think people would respond. They'd be mm. like, "What it's are you a different doing?" Different time then, I suppose. Yeah, I do think we would get funny looks. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I'm sure they got funny looks. Don't. I yeah, and I'm sure doing, some but people then... wouldn't have... But I guess if they explain the story. Yeah. But often people won't listen to you long enough exactly. for you to explain your story. There was a guy who was shouting about God in Manchester the other week. Oh, we yeah, we walked to him. straight past. He had his megaphone on. He was a bit intimidating, though, that's mm. why. Yeah, it's a bit different, I suppose. Yeah, but to be fair, people do come up to us and ask for money, but quite often I don't have change. I just use my card. You don't give them your card, though. No, That's I wouldn't give them my card. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but um, I feel like these guys, in the modern day, they would have had a good... I bet they would have had like a vlog going, a bit of an, some good yes. Instagram oh, stories. They would, they'd have a podcast. They would have a podcast. They'd be like, today we walked through... Yeah, we met this gentleman. Um, Russia. Yeah. So This guy gave us some food. I'm very surprised they made it. With no money. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, but it always seems like people who have really good stories or like going for a, like a really good cause, they seem to make it. I think. Che I think... Guevara. No, let me explain. Right, what. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Um, when he went out on uh, his motorcycle. Oh, yeah. No, that was Conning. They conned No, it people. did. It was Conning. Yeah, yeah. The, so Che Guevara went on a motorcycle with his friend traveling um, in South America and they. Um, somehow managed to get a newspaper article published that they were doctors of leprosy. Right, no, but they... And then they flashed it to everyone and got, like, drinks and food and stuff. stuff. No, but he was training to be a doctor, and I think his his friend was a doctor. No, his friend wasn't a doctor. I thought he was, like, a chemist. Yeah, like, similar. And I think he was training to be a doctor, so there was some truth in it. No, he did come. I don't don't think think these were coming. Yeah. I don't think they're uh, But I was people. saying, like, I think if you if you're going for a good cause and like if you're doing something good, like I think humanity helps you out. My yeah, because my friend, now our friend Elizabeth, <laughs> what, <laughs> went on a pilgrimage as part of a yes. history course. I forgot she did that. What is it called? The Canterbury was it Canterbury Tales? No, um, it's not, that's not pilgrimage of the book. But maybe it was. Oh, I feel bad now. She's probably listening to this. Um, Canterbury something. I think it was from like Canterbury to somewhere else. Anyway, she had a lot of help from, you know. From yeah, people let us stay and People, stuff. yeah. And people in the church. So people still do do that today. And I still... guess you're never that far away from a church and they are likely to help you out. Yeah. True. Yeah. So what have we decided? Um... <laughs> Personally, I'd still take money. I want oh, to do a bit money. of like traveling, taking and money, like yeah. I might want to go and see a sports game or something. Oh or yes, these are just some baseball. Yeah, I can't be like, can I have some money for a baseball match? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually walking for baseball. Yeah. We've got the like, World Series <laughs> on, <laughs> but the Mets are playing. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> I went to the Yankees. Um, okay, so they've anyway, been given yeah, two gifts. Give... No, no money. No meat. No uh, they then set off wearing a placard and a knapsack. The first step of the journey was to travel through Pakistan. In this country, they experienced a lot of kindness. Um, 
and Pakistan's a country with a lot of antipathy. So I say antipathy. Antipathy. Anti- <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I'm saying anti-Cathy. Anti- There's a lot of anti-Cathys um, <laughs> towards India. How do you say it? antipathy? I don't think I'm saying it right now. Well, anyway. There's a lot of um, hostility, we'll say that, towards India due to the history of conflict, which is another pod topic, a good one actually. Um, so this was the, this was a nice first stage for them when I guess they were apprehensive. Let me just ask the um, oh. Siri, let me just enable Siri and we'll see what, how to turn you on. Hey Siri. Oh, oh no, it's setting me up. Hey Siri. <laughs> this would be a second. Hey Siri. <laughs> hey Siri, what's the weather like today? Is it telling Hey Siri, you? what's the weather like today? Oh hey God. Siri, it's me. Just setting up Siri. Sorry guys, we'll get the answer for you in a second. Brill, here we go. You could have just typed Hey Siri. Brill, what am I asking? <laughs> how do you say antipathy? How do you, oh, all right, so how do you say antipathy? Antipathy. All right, got it. <laughs> okay, I found this on the web for how do you say antipathy? Auntie Betty, I got. Take a look. Uh, uh, Auntie Betty, I wait, got. Wait, no, can you say that again? Because he said antipathy <laughs> in the middle. I accidentally he thought I said how do you say antipathy? Auntie Betty, I got. But that was because I carried on talking. I've not got the hang of Siri. <laughs> Did he say antipathy? Antipathy. Okay, I found this. Say antipathy. Say antipathy. That may be beyond my abilities at the moment. How is that beyond? <laughs> you said it a second ago. I can't say it. Right, I think we're right. Never mind. Go on, Siri. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sometimes I amaze myself. <laughs> turn him off. I don't know how to turn him off, but he just knew that I told him to go home. Oh, that's all sad. Sorry, Siri. You're mean to him. Right, anyway. <laughs> so, it was a nice first Antipathy. step. I've moved on from that word. <laughs> it's you who's obsessed with it now. Um, it was a nice first stage to go through Pakistan. Everyone was really nice to them. But I don't understand if they, if this had a lot of hostility towards India. In Pakistan? Yeah. That's part of the history. Yeah, I know, but like... Was it a surprise then that he got so much kindness? I think it was a bit. Okay. Yeah, I think they would have been apprehensive. But um, So, moving on the journey, they had to accept difficulties on their way. Um, they were meeting personalities who were very significant, such as the former Shah of Iran and the leaders of the USA and the Soviet Union. So, they were preparing themselves. Their journey moved through Afghanistan, Iran, Armenia, Georgia, the Caucasus Mountains which is in West Asia between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea. Oh, my Your favourite. Uh, and the Khyber Pass, a mountain pass in North Pakistan, close to the border of Afghanistan. My favourite um, pass. And it's an integral part of the Silk Road. Ah, oh, the Silk I Road. I love the Silk Road. What's the Silk Road? Um, it's the the path that was taken um, to Asia, because Asia used to produce a lot of... Um, silk. Was no, it merchants? It's just, yeah, it's merchants used to use it. It's not necessarily just silk. Um, and there's a lot of like, I don't know how to describe it, but like, maybe like minerals, maybe there was a lot of goods that were sought that were produced in Asia or sourced in Asia. Right. 
and then he's moving along the silk road. But that sounds quite nice. Was it? Was was it not no, quite no, violent? No, no. I think it was pretty unpleasant. bad. Yeah, and also yeah. we're taking stuff from yeah, these exactly. other countries. Not you very like, good. You just said you like that, so that's interesting. I like the history of the silk road. The journey also spanned New Delhi, as Islamabad, Kabul, Moscow, Paris, London, New York, Washington, and Hiroshima. Mm. And this extensive journey drew support for the cause of nuclear disarmament. The men travelled by foot and used boats for passage over the sea. Makes sense. They took shelter and food from anyone who would offer this to them. Um, however, they would not ask anyone for anything. They just took what was offered. Flipping which is even out. worse, because we were so like, we'd good. go into the church, but these yeah. are just like, no, no, I can't ask. But I guess they could, like, they must have been close to starving to death if, yeah, because, if they would never ask. Yeah. Oh, but I think if it's, I think if it was a big story and everyone like passing well, from yeah, I suppose. place to place, pretty good. Whilst on their way to Moscow, the two men met two women outside a tea factory. Oh, meet cute. <laughs> <laughs> they informed these women of their pilgrimage, and one of the women gave them four packets of tea, one for each of the leaders of the four nuclear powers. She requested that a message was delivered with this tea. So the message was, when you think you need to press the button, stop for a minute and have a fresh cup of tea. Which is the cutest thing I've ever heard. Did she think they were going to give the tea to the leaders? They did. Did they? Yeah. What? Okay, go. Um, this inspired the men further and this became a key part of the journey. And this aspect has also gone on to influence the creation of organisations such as Time for Tea. Um, who were working yeah. to make change across Europe and the UK. So, so you can find them online. Time 14. Yeah, and in, in the About Us, it's the story of this walk. Wow. It's pretty cool. Wow, that's interesting. Whilst in the Soviet Union, the men were shocked to not come across one beggar in a street, and men and thought that the people's programmes had been implemented here well. So I think they appreciated communism. Mm. Whilst in Paris, the men were thrown into prison due to taking part in a protest with peace activists and youths in front of the French president's Palace de Elysees. Yeah. Is that how we say that? I'm not sure, but yeah. Oh, well. Whilst in prison, the two men decided to refuse food until de Gaulle would give his word that he would abandon nuclear weapons. The authorities became so worried that the men would die of starvation that they were released. Mm. So they've had a bit of a tough time, really, haven't they? Yeah. When the two men reached America, they finished their walk at Arlington Cemetery in Washington, D.C., this cemetery contains the gravestone of President John F. Kennedy, who the men had hoped to meet, but unfortunately he died One, on the What walk. time did they set out, then? They set off in 1962. What time did they arrive? Not time, like... I don't know when they arrived in Washington, but I can tell you when they finished the walk. Right. But you must know it's been a few years now based on JFK's death. When did he die? 64, 65? I thought it was 63, 64. Right. Martin Luther King's 65. Okay. Uh, they experienced disappointment because they didn't get to meet JFK, but they did get to meet Martin Luther King, and oh. this meeting reinforced the strength of the principle of non-violence, which is quite nice. There's two different paths of non-violence there, ML one from India yeah. and one from America in the meeting. MLK Jr. <laughs> Whilst in Hiroshima, the men were appalled at the effects of the atomic bombs at the end of the Second World War, mm. and this reinforced their inspiration for the walk. The men went on to be successful and they delivered their tea to each of the leaders of the nuclear powers. I can't believe that. Uh, they finally finished their journey in May 1965, three years after they first set off. Which is a long time. What a good gap year. 
<laughs> if you get this. Their journey, if you'd like to know more, is documented in the books that they both wrote. So Kumar's book is called Path Without Destination and Menon's book is called Fun Footprints on Friendly Roads. Aww. Which are really nice. They second sound like really sounds, nice guys. Yeah, second one's got a nicer title. Yeah, I think they're both still alive. So Kumar lives in the UK and he's got his own like company. Um, cool. But they still preach the same messages. And Menon went on to be like a professor. Oh, so that was one of my cool piece that, parts. That was good. Yeah, I can't. I can't believe there's not more about it though. That they delivered tea to each of the leaders. They're just like, it, but, but I think it's because leaders. in the books. I think you you need to read the books. Mm. Did they meet the leaders or did they pass it like? I d I'm not sure. Mm. I think they might have met some, because I don't think. I think if if you went on a walk today and walked around the world and you protested nuclear disarmament and all you wanted to do was give, um. Theresa May a, a, a tea bag. I don't, but okay. But if you did, yeah. I think you'd generate that much news and that much hype that she couldn't say no. Maybe, yeah. And then you'd be on your Twitter like, Theresa May won't see me to accept this tea bag. <laughs> I just want to give you free tea. <laughs> Time for tea. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was my second walk. Are you ready for the last one? The last one. In 1978. Right. I've not, had a, I've not had a chance to think about oh, this. Oh, right, okay. So we've moved away from war and nuclear weapons. But it's in America as well. Um, Yeah, so this was extensive... The war was extensive across America to protest against the way of life, the law, and the government. Watergate? Nope. Don't know when that was. Um, 70s, maybe? Don't know. Who was the Prime Minister? President? Who was the President? Don't mm -hmm. know. I don't know. The way of life, the government, and the law. Is it something obvious? And uh, not necessarily. I think you're thinking too. Like specific. Potentially, I think if you think about the whole of America. What about oh the whole of America? Some people over here, who live in the West. Yeah, California. Well, yeah, these people. What about live in um, the West. Stonewall? What's Stonewall? Is it called Stonewall? Um, the um, LGBTQT movement. No, it's not LGBT. Uh, Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So, this significant walk was called The Longest Walk. Oh, like The Longest Yard. Is it Adam Sandler movies? No, no, no. Um, it took place over five months and included a walk from San Francisco to Washington, D.C. It was a 3,000-mile peaceful and spiritual protest in the form of a walk, which was a very big task. Five months. Some people get five months off. Five of months? Ooh, it's a career break, that, isn't it? <laughs> Several hundred American Indian activists and oh, their supporters completed right, this yeah. march. Okay. That's why I was like saying, think to the West and think of the bigger yeah. demographic. I should I have said demographic. Oh. But good guess with LGBT. Thanks. Many members of the community gathered to show their support. The walk began on the 11th of February 1978 with a ceremony on Alcatraz Island. My friend said Alcatraz is really good to go to. Can so you go what? there? Yeah. Well, she said it was. I've just yeah. thought as I said it. My I was sister like... went as well, I think. Um, it said that 2,000 people began the march and on the 15th of July, the march ended and it's estimated that 2,000 people walked into Washington, D.C. I'm very confused. I thought that was going to be a higher number. What, walking into D.C.? Yeah. No, but if you think, some people only came to bits. Some pe Also, a lot of people didn't walk. It right. was only a few people who walked it. 
26 walks oh, right. and completed the whole oh. distance but others were coming and going yeah. like, and I think at the end like the start's where you need a lot of people and the end is where you need a lot of people you need people to help you going 26 is not a lot is it no to keep you going but there were 2,000 people dropping in and out yeah I suppose yeah uh, the group were protesting threats to tribal and water land rights there were 11 bills proposed which would have essentially eliminated land and water rights in Maine and New York, as well on reservations across the country. Uh, the bills imposed new laws in Washington state requiring Native Americans to acquire permits for fishing and hunting. Uh, they severely limited the power of tribal jurisdictions. They implemented a policy of forced assimilation and they would have cut off virtually all social services, including schools, hospitals and housing projects. So they thought it was a direct like uh, bill to limit their rights and their lives like mm. to influence their lives the walkers also wanted to educate americans on indian culture and persecutions and to foster solidarity among indian nations the marchers organized teachings in many of the towns they passed through so i'm assuming that's like a lecture kind of situation yeah we uh, like we'll this is all yeah. yeah your culture as the walk would be grueling for the elderly um, and the young, many of these completed the walk in cars, on buses or by flying. So this is what I mean, like they came and uh, go, okay. like, I'm assuming there was a convoy with the 26 walkers yeah, as well. Maybe. It must have gone so slow, it must have been so frustrated. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, I, I, I understand now, if you, like, not everyone can, can do that. No. can you really? And I think a lot of the people who would have wanted to do something is the elderly. Yeah, and you Usually can go in cars very and stuff, yeah. that's quite good. So, 26 completed the entire distance and walked and camped through the harsh conditions. They spent the winter months in the mountains and they had Ooh. to march with limited money for food and water. Looking at But I imagine that it's a bit... Of, yeah, that. it's a massive commitment. Also, it's like a massive... It is a big protest. Like, they've sacrificed a lot there. Mm. When they finished their walk on the 15th of July, a 12-day demonstration and rally followed. Many camped out at a federal park in Maryland and some of the leaders of the campaign slept in a tent in front of washington monument and this was quite symbolic so i think this was a i don't think you're supposed to camp in a tent in front of washington monument but they did yeah by the end of july all the demonstrators returned to their homes and congress did not pass any of the 11 bills into law Wait, yay. Yeah, they did yeah. one of them. Right, that. No, yeah. I was like, oh, I thought you meant like they... No, right, no. they'd walked for nothing. Right, <laughs> no, no, no. That's what this I thought. This is what they wanted. I was like, that's such a depressing end. Good. Um, so I've just wrote, there was loads of other, loads and loads of other walks which would have been interesting. But I just picked three which I thought were quite good. And some would deserve a podcast episode of their own. But there's, unfortunately, there's not a lot of information. Oh. Um, Do you have the names of any of these? No. Oh, okay. I didn't write them down. I read loads. Right. There's quite oh, a few right. of like the um, the African American movement in yeah. the US. Like quite a few of them are significant. Yeah. Protest walks. But I was like, I'm pretty Selma. sure you'll agree that they were pretty cool. These walks. Yeah. No. That you got a good uh, variety as well. You got one in England, one in well, like across English people, the world, <laughs> one Indian people, and then one uh, um, Native American people. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. But no, good. Right, so do you want your big question? Yeah, should I put in a team song? Yeah. Or should I do it live? Do it live. The big question. No, it's you go to... Oh, I forgot to step in. <laughs> Three, two, one. The big the question. The big question. The big, no, today's no. big question. <laughs> right, get on with it. <laughs> I never remember exactly do, how it do, goes. Do, do, do. So, 
if you're going to go on a peace walk... Yeah. <laughs> where, right, we always ask these questions like, where would you go? What would you do? So this time I'm asking, where would you go? What three things would you take? And what one song would you listen oh, to? Wow. You, you get one song. One song. So even if you picked to take an iPod, it's got one song on it. I'd, Your probably, phone, it, one song on probably it. It's probably one of them little, like, oval... I don't know what shape that is. Um, what about iPod Nano? No, the MP3. Oh, I used to have yes. one which had 25 songs on it. It's horrible. It was a little black one. And then you could take off the end and it had a little USB, I think, in it. So you could plug it into That is fancy. Maybe it didn't. Maybe I've imagined that. Maybe that's a USB stick. Yeah, it does sound like a but USB stick. I used to... <laughs> it would just it'd come up with like the name of the song, but it's only on a little LED screen. What songs did you have on it? Um... Can't remember too many. I think it actually comes with like two songs on. Oh, I think can my you get rid of them? Ca- my brother, yeah, yeah. My brothers came with like Barbie Girl on or something Brilliant. like that. Like, <laughs> Aqua. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but I just remember, I you know because then for like even today when I hear certain songs, I expect another song to come on because it would just play the next one. Oh and I, yeah. I can't remember what song it is, but afterwards it used to always be Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> So whenever a song finishes, and I can't remember what song it is, I think it might One be Orson. I think it might be like No Tomorrow by Orson or something, when, which I used to listen to because I'm cool. And then Who Let the Dogs Out would kick in. Why did you have Who Let the Dogs Out on your MP3? I'm not sure. <laughs> it was a tune. Um, so not that. No. What, where am I going? It depends where, where what, you're, go? what you're um, peace walking for. Well, what do you want a peace walk for? I used to think it's really frustrating how WrestleMania don't right. <laughs> don't accurately describe their attendance. It might be sensible <laughs> for you to peace walk to the WrestleMania offices then. Um, no, I don't. I don't know. What what would you peace walk? I feel like you might already have an answer for this. I don't. Well, I've just started reading my book. Okay. On fashion. I'm trying to learn how to use less plastics. Wardrobe and, crisis. Yeah, so I'm reading Wardrobe Crisis by Claire Press. Um, I'm tr- yeah, I'm just very conscious of the environment, so I think I would protest about ethical fashion. I think. Mm. Where are you walking to, though? The zoo. <gasps> no. Because that's cute. Because then you can you can see some pandas as well at the same I time. I don't agree with zoos. Um. But you can pretend to be like, oh, I really hate zoos, but look at these pandas. Are no, cute, I'd aren't? have to walk to Edinburgh. Yeah, that's not a bad walk. You no. want to go to Edinburgh I know, as well. I do, I do. Right, you're killing a few birds with one stone, metaphorically. Um, no, I would have to walk to... It, well, it'd have to be either like London, Paris, New York... Mm, Milan. Um, Milan. And you'd have to fit Australia in because they've got a pretty big fashion week as well now. I've just missed Fashion Revolution Week. It would have been good for them. Oh. Um, Next year. Yeah. So... Who would you take, or what would you take? I said, take? what would you take yeah. if you take three what, what items? What would you take with you? I would take. You need something that really, I don't know. I think I'd get a bit homesick. Oh, I was thinking. Not homesick, but just like people sick. I'd miss my my home peeps. Um, yeah, I might take a picture. Oh. Um, you only had three things apart from like clothes. I'm allowed to wear my clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you take some quotes. Thanks. Um, yeah, it's real tough to pick three things. Food? No, I'm thinking food supplied. Like, right. well, we can't ask for it, but right. if people offer, we'll oh, give really? it. Yeah, oh, it's one I'm of them. I'm not getting anywhere. 
Um, yeah, I'd take a picture, I'd take my locket, and I would take... I forgot my song. I'd listen to Cinema by Benny Benassi. What does that go like? Please give me a rendition. No. Really? I, that's an interesting one, that song. I it's think it's the song. one that I know. Is it, is it long? Oh, no, I get frustrated. <laughs> Um, oh, that's frustrating. I, you've got to choose a long song for me. I don't think so. My song um, would be um, American Pie by Don McQueen. Oh, awful. That song was great, honestly. That like, song would... I think any song would be yeah, great. Um, yeah, it but would be great. But also, it's seven minutes and a bit, so I can learn it. I'd take a book. I'd take a book. Smart. Yeah, so I've got my locket, a picture, and a book. Can you use my picture as a bookmark? Oh. Oh, I'm good, Anna. I'm going... I'm hitting them all. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I have to take all my best clothes as well. I don't think I disagree with anything. <laughs> you do, you do. Mm. So if someone was like, yeah, we're just going to drop a nuclear bomb on this country. Yeah. You wouldn't agree with that? I wouldn't, no. Gun violence in America. Oh, yeah, all right. Wear orange. There's a campaign at the minute. So? Yeah, everyone, like lots of celebrities are wearing orange for a week protest so it's don't have any orange clothes i used to have a holland football top right and netherlands football top i realized today that you've lost all your football tops it's very though, upsetting so. i don't have that anymore either i could have worn that this is a, sorry this is a separate conversation where i need to wear a red top tomorrow and i don't have any um right, anyway anyway what would you take with you you've got your song american pie that's good as well because it's very americana yeah feel you're walking in america then yeah Got to walk to America. Gonna get to on a boat. Stop guns. I'm gonna fly there. All right, okay. <laughs> and, I'll, and then I'll um, walk to. Do you think I should walk to like Texas or somewhere? Somewhere. Oh no, te- um, somewhere in the south. I feel where guns are prized yeah. more than elsewhere. Not sure where. Maybe I could walk to Columbine. Oh yeah, good one. Or. Um, there's Somewhere been like stuff in Florida Hulk recently and stuff. and stuff, so... Yeah, one of them. And um, take with me... Don't... You don't have to take anything if you don't want. Well, I'd like to take some things. Right, go on then, pick them. Um... <laughs> Probably a jumper. But you... <laughs> what, I need to take clothes anyway. Yeah. I've got food. I've got all water. Um, I'd probably, rather than taking something, I'd probably take about four or five pounds to get me some root beers can't get them easily in england so i'd probably get some in america while i'm there um just keep me going pure sugar um so you're gonna take a five pound note i've taken a five yeah a five, five pound five note, dollar note and i'll be like there you go and they'll be like we don't accept uh, right five you're pounds. taking a five dollar note I mean, no maybe yeah yeah five dollar note why not um I think you're only getting one root beer with that, to be honest. <laughs> I'll have a couple. And um, I've got nothing else. That's good. You I live don't... a minimalist life. I know. What about a book? I know. Yeah, but I don't have any. You want something. I feel like I'd want something like where you'd feel like I was. I feel like inspired by it. Should you know, read like, John Steinbeck travels with Charlie. I could do. I could read like Walden or something, or like 
some sort of like war and peace or something but i feel like i just hate i won't be able to read like in mm. theory i'll be like oh this is a good idea like i'll read some walden while i'm walking through like the wilderness and then i'll be like god i hate this or like um what's that guy called calls of the wild white fang guy what's he called jack london or something and i'd read all this and i'd be like oh this is actually rubbish <laughs> i've wasted one of my three on a rubbish book that i don't care about but you should then you should read something you like yeah don't worry about it being inspirational and protesting when i was a powerful. kid i used to always read captain underpants take that take a couple of them yeah get me through you can right. there's also some things you can draw in there oh, like add perfect take a pencil there you go pencil brilliant need Captain a sharpener though so i need to <laughs> i have four things at the moment i've got a pencil i've got a sharpener i've got Captain Captain the pants whichever one and five dollars and i've got a five pound note <laughs> what, are you, sure. what are you taking off your list <sighs> i reckon sharpener you can yeah. easily get hold of something like even brilliant. sharp rock to sharpen yeah. that pencil or I'll just wait till someone offers me a sharpener. Or I'll get a mechanical pencil. You click the button at the top. Anyway. Yeah, but you run out. And I always mess good up point, it because point. I always push them too long and you get a long bit and then I like, snap, snap it, it and I'm like, oh, I've made a mistake. <laughs> I reckon I'll wait till someone offers me a sharpener. I just, I'm, I'm there will, in like the wilderness drawing and I'm like, oh, my pencil's broken, guys. Like, the pencil, <laughs> I can't carry on this Captain Who's Underpants drawing. Guys. I don't know, I might be in a cafe and it's announced to be, but my pencil, if you haven't noticed, my pencil isn't working anymore. It's, it's because it's broken. Uh, I am without sharpener. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, guys! I always carry this sharpener to the cafe. Um, right. That's where I'm using my five pound note to get my root beer. By the way. Yeah, yeah. You sip in your root beer. Yeah. You're drawing in your book. Yeah. This is the life. <laughs> this is the life. God, it's good. Um, yeah. I had a little question. Go as well. on, little question, quickly. Yeah. What's the longest walk you've ever done? Wow. Um, I think I did one with Cub Scouts to from um a primary school. <laughs> Not gonna name it. to in Royton to um what is that place called up Buckstones Road in Shaw. <laughs> All right, near my house. I've just realised that's definitely not the longest walk I've ever done. That's like really? two miles. <laughs> In my head, that was a long drive. It's like an hour and a half walk. (laughs) Quite a long walk. Um, It's probably when I did Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. They they were probably on. They were like twenty five miles a day, twenty miles a day. Less twelve miles a day. Twelve miles a day. Twenty k a day. Yeah, Yeah, sometimes it was like eight miles a day. Like it was went up. It went between like six and ten miles. God, I'm so disappointed in my walking ability. Oh, you rubbish! I thought I was better than this. I've done good. Have you? What have you done? I did the Oldham Way Challenge when I was younger, five years in a row. It's forty-two miles over two days on the border of Oldham. Wow. And Oldham is hilly. Really hilly. That's a lot. I know. I'm good, Anna. Way. I'm so upset I had to run. I'm I've just laughing. Longer. I'm just laughing at you walking to shore. <laughs> I thought I was, as a kid that was a big walk. That's a steep hill up Buckstones Road for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> um, then we camped then we walked back the night after. So that's like four miles. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I ran a half marathon. Yeah, it's really good. Cycled and stuff, but yeah. um, You need to up your walking game. I do. I'm thinking about walking. Adrian, um, who listens to the podcast, hello, he's doing a walk. He's doing 86 miles. Mm -hmm. 
around the Isle of Man, around the parishes of the Isle of Man. You were going to do it. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Oh, I'm, just, right. I'm just letting you know that <laughs> I'm just trying to make it seem more impressive. Like, I don't know, like, I have a link to this rather than I do the four mile yeah, walk yeah. ones. Well, good, good luck. Um, yeah. Should we wrap it up? Yes. Am I wrapping it up? Okay. Yeah. Um, Twitter at, at Idiot History Pod on Twitter and on the Gmail at idiothistorypod at gmail.com. Send us uh, anything, whatever you want. Follow us. We tweet some stuff sometimes. Yeah, I'll tweet some crimped hair. Oh, yeah, crimped hair. <laughs> For anybody else that doesn't um, know what it is. <laughs> and you can listen to us on, well, you listen to us now, so whatever podcast app you listen to us on, um, leave us a review. That's always nice. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a loved one. Five stars would be excellent. Yep. Uh, come back next week and we'll have a report by me. Yes. Or listen to our now extensive back catalogue. Mm-hmm. This is episode Quite 44. Well, it's 43 more. You can listen mm. to some um, good ones. We've got... Right, I'm going to reel one off. you got a real one off. I've got a real one off. you got a real one off. Okay. Peter the Great. Louis the Fourteenth. Golden State Killer. Montgomery Bus Boycott. Easter Island Heads. Ziriab, he should be famous, but he's not. That was a strange one to choose. Agent something, 355? Yes. Just one more. Um, one more. Operation Tiger. Brilliant. All of them, don't they sound good? They do. They are. There's um, too many to pick from. Yeah, My brain was I couldn't bamboozled. think of any. Um, so yeah, have a listen. Uh, thanks for listening as well. Yes, Make sure you. you come back next week for another podcast from us. See ya. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.